0: Thanks for listening to this podcast from Christ Church of Orinoco. Our hope is that it would help you discover completeness in Jesus. Now for this week's teaching. Well, your mind is a lot like this Rubik's Cube. When you were born, God created your mind healthy and whole, the way it should be, perfect and complete. But pretty soon after you were born, your mind began to become under attack from the enemy. His name is Satan. And Satan wanted nothing more than just to corrupt your mind. And so he began to send messages to your mind to adjust the way that you think and conform it to look like the world, to look like evil. Some statisticians got together and they determined that in the 1970s, the average person was exposed to 500 advertisements per day. That 's a lot of advertisements. Those same statisticians got together and they determined that today, in 2018, the year in which we are currently living in, the average person is exposed to 5,000 advertisements a day, from Netflix to Spotify to YouTube to the billboards you see when you drive down the road. 5,000 advertisements a day, a lot of messages. You are constantly and relentlessly being bombarded with messages from this world, from companies and organizations trying to get you to buy in to what they're selling. Now, I love a good advertisement. Super Bowl Sundays are one of my favorite Sundays simply because of the advertisements, the commercials. And I brought a couple of graphic ads to show you tonight to see what people are trying to sell. This first ad is from a litter box company. And I think it's pretty obvious what they're trying to convey. The second ad I'm bringing is from a marinade company. And when I was in high school, my counselors put me into a class called single survival. Single survival was a class that they put people into who they didn't think they were going to get married someday. So I don't know if it was my personality, my looks, but my counselors at school said Drake Holderman is never going to get married. So they put me in a class to teach me how to cook, clean, do a checkbook and how to sew. I sewed a duck pillow one time. It was amazing. I was so good at sewing. The joke's on them though, because I've been married for three and a half years now and I know what marinade is. So it's a good time. And uh, this ad is from a marinade company, just that chicken, bacon, in the marinade. This next one is from the fine people of South Dakota trying to get you to come and visit their famous Mount Rushmore. My point in showing you these ads is to say, don't go to Mount Rushmore. But more honestly, my point is trying to say this. You are constantly being inundated with messages from this world to conform your mind to look like the mind of the world. Satan is trying to mess your mind up. Your mind was completed and perfect and whole and healthy. And then Satan started attacking you with messages, trying to change the way you think to get you to think like the way the world thinks. Now, your mind is a battleground between the forces of evil and the truth of God. And Satan is trying his best. He wants nothing more than to dumb down your mind with messages of this world. Jesus prayed a prayer, and in John 17, 17, we see part of this prayer that Jesus prayed. He said, make them holy by your truth. Teach them your word, which is truth. Man, Jesus is ready to pick up the sword and go to battle for your mind. Most of us in this room have committed our lives to Jesus. What concerns me is that those of us who have committed our lives to Jesus don't seem to be inviting Jesus to the battleground of our mind, and Satan seems to be taking ground. Make them holy by your truth. Teach them your word, which is truth. If you don't hear anything else tonight, I want every single one of us to hear this. The more you look at Jesus, the more you will look like Jesus. With that on our minds, I want us to pray and we're going to jump into this message. God, so grateful to be here. So grateful to be a part of this community that loves you. So grateful to be a part of this community that wants to know you more. And so God, tonight I commit to giving my mind to you, to giving my mind to Jesus. And in giving my mind to Jesus, I'm going to give my mind to the scriptures, your word, your holy word that will sanctify my mind. God, I'm grateful for the words that we're going to study tonight from Romans chapter 12 and Colossians chapter 3. And I ask, the Lord, that you would bless this time of study. And I pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. So, a lot of you know that the Apostle Paul wrote a lot of the New Testament. In fact, he wrote 13 letters in the New Testament. The most famous of his letters is probably the letter to the church in Rome. And in chapter 12, verses 1 and 2, Paul wrote these words to the Christians there in Rome. Paul wrote, Therefore... I told you earlier, and I still believe it, your mind is a battleground between the forces of evil and the truth of God. We are supposed to, as Jesus followers, give our minds to Jesus and offer our bodies, including our mind, as a living sacrifice to place it before God. So what does that look like? Eugene Peterson wrote the Bible paraphrase, the message paraphrase of the Bible. And I want to read how he translated Romans chapter 12, verses 1 and 2 for us. This is what Eugene Peterson wrote on Romans 12, 1 and 2. So here's what I want you to do. God helping you. Take your everyday, ordinary life, your sleeping, eating, going to school, and walking around life, and place it before God as an offering. Embracing what God does for you is the best thing that you can do for Him. Don't become so well-adjusted to your culture that you fit into it without even thinking. Instead, fix your attention on God, and you'll be changed from the inside out. Readily recognize what He wants from you, and quickly respond to it. Unlike the culture around you, always dragging you down to its level of immaturity, God brings the best out of you. He develops well-formed maturity in you. Paul wrote these words to the Christians in Rome because the Christians in Rome had a problem. And their problem was this. The Christians in Rome thought and acted like the world around them. And I think that we sometimes have the same problem that the Christians in Rome have. We, a lot of the time, think and act like the world around us thinks and acts. And the problem with this is that the world around us doesn't think and it doesn't act like our leader, Jesus And so Paul says, if you want to begin to act like Jesus, what you need to do is you need to take your body, your mind included, and place it before God as an offering. And when you place yourself before God, he's going to transform you into the likeness of Jesus. Now, how does this transformation take place? Paul said right there in Romans chapter 12, that it takes place by the renewal of the mind. The renewal of the mind. How is the mind renewed? Paul answers that question in another letter that he wrote. He wrote he wrote this letter to the Christians in a city called Colossae. And in Colossians chapter three, verses one and two, Paul wrote this Since then you have been raised with Christ, set your heart on things above, where Christ is, seated at the right hand of God. Set your minds on things above, not on earthly things. Judah, would you come up here please? Yeah, you guys can give it up for Judah. I want to read Colossians 3 1 and 2 again. Since then, you have been raised with Christ. Set your heart on things above, where Christ is, seated at the right hand of God. Set your minds on things above, not on earthly things. Paul's saying, you want to be transformed into the likeness of Jesus? You're transformed into the likeness of Jesus by the renewal of your mind. Paul says in Colossians chapter 3, if you want to be renewed by your mind, don't think about the things of earth. Think about the things of heaven. What Paul is saying is give your mind to Jesus because Jesus wants to heal your mind while Satan wants to hurt your mind. Satan is described as the father of lies in John chapter 8 verse 44. That's what Jesus says, says he is. Satan, is our enemy, is going to try to convince you that drugs and alcohol are not harmful for you. that It's really no big deal. But science and scripture would disagree. Satan's going to try to convince you that sexual immorality, pornography, and premarital sex are not dangerous or harmful for you. But science and scripture, once again, disagree. Satan's going to try to convince you That it's okay to lie to your parents. That it's okay to cheat on your homework. That it's okay to gossip about your friends. Why is Satan doing this? Because he's the father of lies. Jesus says that his native tongue is lying. The way in which you and I speak English as our native tongue, Satan speaks lies. Peter says that he's like a roaring lion trying to prowl around and attack anyone he can at any moment. What's he going to attack them with? Lies. And he's going to attack your mind. And so what you need to do is you need to give your mind to Jesus because Jesus will heal your mind from the lies that Satan has told you. Would you guys give it up for my friend Judah? Thank you, Judah. What Judah just did is he just solved this Rubik's Cube. My mind was messed up. This Rubik's Cube was messed up. I could not fix this Rubik's Cube on my own. I had to give it to someone else, someone who could fix it. I can't fix my mind on my own. And you can't fix your mind on your own either. You have to give it to someone else. And the only person who can solve your mind is our leader, Jesus. So my challenge to you tonight is to give your mind to Jesus. Because while Satan tries to hurt your mind, to damage your mind, to destroy your mind, to sabotage your mind. Jesus wants nothing more than to heal your mind. So give your mind to Jesus by giving your mind to the scriptures. Charles Spurgeon is a theologian and he wrote these words about people who give their mind to God. He said this, but while God humbles the mind, he also expands it. He who often thinks of God will have a larger mind than the man who simply plods around this narrow globe. The most excellent study for expanding the soul is the science of Christ and Him crucified and the knowledge of the Godhead and the glorious Trinity. Nothing will so enlarge the intellect, nothing, so magnify the whole soul of man as a devout, earnest, continued investigation into the great subject of the deity. Jesus prayed, make them holy by your word. Teach them your word. Your word is truth. Give your mind to Jesus. Satan's trying to destroy it. He's trying to corrupt your mind. And you are being bombarded constantly and relentlessly with messages from this world, trying to get you to believe and buy into things that are opposite of the gospel of truth. Satan loves that. Nothing more. He wants nothing more than to sabotage and destroy your mind. The only fix, the only antidote, the only cure is Jesus. And by giving our minds to Jesus, we give our minds to the scriptures. How do you expect Jesus to begin to win the battle for your mind if you're being bombarded with 5,000 messages from this world each day, but you spend a minute at most, maybe, in the word? How do you expect to win the battle for your mind when you're not even inviting the truth of God into your mind. My challenge to you is this. Give your mind to Jesus. If you don't hear anything else tonight, I want you to hear this. The more you look at Jesus, the more you'll look like Jesus. Would you guys pray with me? God, tonight, I'm asking that you would allow us to see you clearly. That you would allow us to see you clearly from your word. God, teach us your word because your word is truth. God, sometimes Satan messes with my mind and I know the best weapon I have is Jesus. And to access Jesus, Lord, I need to open my Bible. God, I'm just blown away by the Hebrews, your people in the Old Testament, the way in which they memorized diligently and studied the scriptures to know you. Lord, I ask that you put a burden on our heart to open our Bibles. Lord, I ask that you put a burden on our heart to memorize scripture. Lord, I just ask that you remind us daily to open up our word, the word that you've given us, to give to us. God, remind us that the more we look at Jesus, the more we'll look like Jesus. Amen.